Welcome to the Surviving Second Gen Podcast, where we candidly discuss the mental health impacts of being a second generation immigrant in America. I'm your host, Jennifer Ippolit, a Haitian American child of two immigrant parents, as well as a licensed mental health counselor. My hope is that this podcast leaves you feeling heard, understood, and empowered to apply tangible takeaways that can help you navigate all the things that come with being second gen. In today's episode, we're talking with Evie Valsin, Haitian-born master stylist, celebrity hairstylist, and hair humanitarian. With over 12 years of experience, he is the founder of Evie Salon, located at Chop House Row, a hidden treasure in Seattle, Washington. Evie's a man with a worldview who's recently been featured in a number of articles to include InStyle Magazine, Martha Stewart Magazine, Medium, Best Life Magazine, and many more. Let's talk with Evie today so we can hear his incredible journey to becoming the hairstylist that he is today. All right. Welcome, my friend, my guy, Mr. World Known, Evie the Stylist. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to have you. I'm glad. Um, I'm excited for the people who are listening to hear your story. Um, I'm trying to talk to people who are, um, of course, children of immigrants who are doing great things, who are doing um, things that are outside of the norm. And of course, I thought of you, um, one of the people who are doing just extraordinary things. And I feel like people need to know what you have going on and also share your story to how you got to where you are. So yeah, that's why you're here today. Wow. Thank you. I just, um, I just want to, I mean, acknowledge the fact that you've been doing something incredible in the community um, for anyone like me, for you to create a platform where we can come on and share our stories. I think, um, I think you, you deserve some, some, some love, energy and all of that. So I acknowledge that. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, um, um, you, I want to start by, I mean, acknowledging that you're a great, uh, stylist. You have an awesome salon, Evie Salon in, um, on Chop House Row in Seattle, so tell people a little bit about that area. I mean, I've been there. I've been to Chop House Row, also the salon. It's amazing. The area's amazing. But help people understand the vibe of that area and the vibe of your salon. All right. Um, I mean, you know, like the Chop House Row, to me, it's like it's a hidden treasure. You know what I mean? So um, it's a place that... It's like if you if you know, you know. But once you discover the place, you just want to hang out in that area. I just happen to be fortunate 
enough to um, to find a space and this wonderful community to to open my salon. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't think of a better um, location than that. You know, I mean, you said you've been there and you see how vibrant it is. I mean, it's always jumping. There's always something going on. I think you know when you look at the salon, it, it kind of matches my personality in a way. So, um, and I, the salon, as you know, it's a it's a unisex salon, right? Um, it's a very, you know, it's people friendly, you know, regardless where you where you come from. So we 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 have the vibe for you. So. Um, uh, for me, as a hairstylist, so I also work alongside with um, a men's grooming specialist, you know, and also I have a color specialist and stuff. And that's kind of the idea behind the salon where I want everyone who's working there, they 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 comfortable, they know what they're doing, they're experts at what they're doing, okay? And that's what the salon is about. Everyone, everyone there is... Um, is a specialist is, is is well knowledgeable about what they giving to 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 the community. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that you have this um, diversity in your salon, so that whoever comes in, they'll get their hair needs met. Um, was that intentional? Um. You know, I feel like you know. Everybody deserve, everyone deserves a, a smile. You know what I mean. And I think, in the industry of um, of beauty, you always look at a specific type of beauty. You know, a man like me, um, I feel like through my travels and exposures and stuff, you know, beauty lies in every single human being. You just have to pay attention. So for me. It was important to create a place where a place that welcomes just people, you know what I mean? So um, it was a bit intentional because um, I used to work at a salon, at a high-end salon, and I felt like it was kind of that salon catered towards a specific group, Mm -hmm. a specific group of um, individuals and stuff. So, and for me, be in the industry and my personality is that you know my personality is about it's about people you know it's about energy and and I and I can tell you again throughout my journey uh, I see beauty I found beauty and I'm still founding beauty and and just about people you know so it was somewhat in, intentional Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And I can feel that vibe for sure. Like when you're in there that no matter who you are, you'll feel, you'll feel comfortable. You'll feel the energy of Evie's salon. So um, tell us about how you got to opening the salon, how you got that space and, you know, how that journey was. Um, You know, I mean, when it, when it comes down to business, it's, um, you know, it's, it's a long journey, but one thing I could remember ever since I decided to go to beauty school, and I would say that this passion has been with me for a long, 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 long time. You know, I remember I was about like five, 
you know, five years old where, you know, I was, you know, I was witnessing my, my sister, my oldest sister doing hair in the community. So, and, and I could see how well she was received, you know, in the community. So as a little boy, and I was like, you know what? I would love to be here one day, you know, but of course, I mean, you know, the Haitian parents, you know, they, they know best. They said mm-hmm. they tend to choose um, what they want you to be. And yeah. so I had to deal with that. But, you know, it's interesting how like, you know, so when uh, passion is something that, that you, that's been in you at an age that you couldn't probably even understand what that means. But mm-hmm. um, as I, as I got older and I, and when I decided to go to um, to beauty school, and I realized that was me. That was that was where I belong. So now, for every artist, it's important to find a place where you can perform your art. You know, stress free. You know what I mean? Like you can perform your art in a way that you feel. Um, and I thought it was important to find a space. So. Um, you know, I don't want to dwell too much on the difficulties of um, of finding a space, but all I'm trying to say, and if there's one thing I would say that people um, people will take away from, is the fact that when you the passion is sometimes that's that's what it takes, and you need to pay attention to what it is that that you're passionate about. There is no such a thing as a dumb passion, you know, and I'm a perfect example of it. You know, I love what I do. I love doing hair. I'm a hairstylist. I, I walk like it. I live like it. You know what I mean? And, um, mm-hmm. and I think it was that courage that helped me through the struggle to be able to open the salon, you yeah. know? And, um, and, you know, along this, along, along side of me, I would say that I had I had some some great people. Whether they were just friends, you know, I could share my passion my passion with, and um, and that's one thing I've, I have learned through that journey as well. When you have a passion, you got to make sure you you share it. You know, you share it in a place that you feel safe, um, so that you can be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could tell you that. I had some people in the in the environment that I I was that heard me. I also had people that discouraged me as well. But the mm. passion that's what brings me to where I am today. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah cuz didn't you open the salon during the pandemic? <laughs> you know, I always say to people that my story is not it's not a simple one. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm so grateful to to be able to to make it through. Yes, I did open the salon during the pandemic. I mean, and not only the pandemic. You un- you remember in that area, not not too far from it, there was the 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 the, the chop and chas, you know, and there was a lot of um, things going on at that time. Yeah, you know, a man like me. I didn't have many, many options, you know, mm-hmm. so I didn't understand the complexity of business. Yeah. But 
all, all I know, I took, I took it, I, I took a chance. Yeah. You know? And then, um, and it's interesting that sometimes you don't have to have the answers for everything. Mm-hmm. You know? But I could tell you during the time where all this, you know, protest happening in West, I mean, um, Capitol Hill. Yeah. You know, it was COVID. I mean, anyone who understands business will say, man, that's not a good idea. And I heard that too. But mm. you know, I kept going. Yeah. And today, I'm celebrating. You know, I'm celebrating because I feel like the success, um, I'm not looking at it from a monetary monetary standpoint. I'm looking at it being being standing still. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um it was a very interesting time. But yeah. to be here. So I celebrate. Yeah, I'm celebrating with you. That's amazing. Like you really pushed through a difficult time, like you said, with so much going on in the world. Um, and you could have been discouraged by that. You could have, you know, decided not to do anything and just sit still, you know, um, COVID in that time paralyzed a lot of people understandably, you know, cause it was a tough time, but you pushed through and now you're here today with the successful salon. Um, so yeah. How would you say business has changed? for you since you started? Cause I'm sure, like you said, you had this rough start, but what is it now? How many years later and what's like going on with the salon now? I mean, it's been, it's been about two years. Okay. Um, so one thing I have learned about business, you know, business doesn't have a sense of humor, you know, I mean, <laughs> I'm an Island guy. Most of the time I want to play, you know what I mean? I want to, <laughs> I want to bring my, my, my essence out, but you know, yeah. business, doesn't know all that and doesn't, you know, doesn't respond to all that. So um, it's been two years and where we are right now, again, just to still be standing, it's a big deal, you know? Um, Right now, I think I'm looking at bringing more people in. Now that I understand better the area, I understand a little bit better the business side of things. And I feel like we, we're being discovered, you know, elsewhere. Um, I mean, for me personally, um, and also I have to say that I work, I'm working with a great team, talented, you know, artists. So um, for me personally, I've been involving in some, you know, some trying to um, bring my story out there. And, um, and I would say I have, you know, a few articles coming out of some, some great magazines like in style magazines and was featured in um, Martha Stewart, like something like that. And I think um, I have a lot of, a lot more things in the making and I'm really exciting. I'm really excited to see um, what's coming this year. I'm pretty hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What's that's some exciting accomplishments. Like those are major magazines. So to be able to accomplish that in two years, that's, that's great. And I'm very proud of you. (laughs) Thank you, my friend. Yeah. Um, so I know you mentioned that, um, you, you know, being, a 
child of Haitian parents at first, you know, they had a career path for you um, that they probably had in mind. So what was it like for you when you like were showing them that you legitimately wanted to be a hairstylist? You know, um, I was supposed to be a priest, if you know. My mother, that's what she wanted. You know, um, I can't even imagine that. <laughs> you want me to you want me to pull out some of the tricks that I've learned? I mean, was <laughs> that just <laughs> who who you are right now fits you so well, I'll say that. <laughs> okay. Thank you. That's a, that's a compliment. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I couldn't see you doing anything else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, of course, like being like when you're talking to a Haitian parent, especially, I mean, being back home, it's like, like the idea of a hairstylist, it's not even a thing. Like you couldn't even, you can't even picture the name. First of all, the name doesn't make enough of a sound for your parent to be that impressed by it. You know what I mean? Right. So um, it's like, because all you're seeing is just certain people in the community, they randomly cutting here. Like yeah. you think about a salon, there's no such a thing. So therefore, it wasn't even a conversation I could, I could bring. Right? <laughs> yeah. so, but... I went on deep, deep inside me. That's what I was feeling. It was either fashion or music, some type of artsy thing. Mm -hmm. you know? um, I just know that my, my parents, especially my mother, like she did not want me to go through anything, you know, that, that, that has to do with art. Like what? It's music. Like she's like, you know, you're just gonna go and then do this. I don't want you to get involved in bad stuff. I mean, you know, you know okay. how. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then, I mean, really, I didn't, I didn't had a way to really bring that conversation, you know, to my parents, you know, because yeah. it's like, um, like the idea of being a hairstylist or a hairdresser it was so small. Like, mm -hmm. I couldn't I couldn't possibly convince them of that idea? It's not like, you know, they wanted me to be a doctor, and I said, no, I'm gonna be a lawyer. So you can <laughs> right. we can have that conversation right there. But exactly, yeah, it's still so, like good enough for exactly. them. <laughs> so, so I didn't have that much of an option. So I. I, I sort of, you know, went on with that passion again, deep inside and do other things. And, and, you know, but every time I pass by a salon and I could feel, I'm like, this is, this is me. That's okay. So, yeah. So, you know, like I said, again, it wasn't a conversation we could, I could have. Mm -hmm. Even myself, <laughs> I didn't even understand what, like, if they, if there was a different level to this. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. So you, even for yourself, didn't know what you were really getting into. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. But that passion was just in you, and you oh, yes. just went for it. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's still in me, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. I love that. I think that's important for people to know that, you know, from what you were saying in the beginning, it's like if you have that passion, you just have to go for it. Like Mm -hmm. people will doubt you. Sometimes your own family members will doubt you, but you know what's inside of you. So that's it. You just have to do it. You're like, yeah, you're you're the living example of that. Um, how do you feel like pursuing a career in hair is different from for you being a Haitian man, or do you feel like it's different? Um, I just feel like to me, one thing I would hope one day, I would hope like more like male more males kind of go into that industry. Because I can tell you right now, it's like for me, I, I feel like I'm going to school at the best university. Okay? Mm. What I mean by that is the majority of people I'm working with, they they women. Right. And I can tell you right now, any man who's listening to this, my friends, you know, there's a lot to learn. You know, and um, and as a as a Haitian man coming from a culture where like people get confused when you say you're a hairstylist, so they want to to put it put a title on you for whatever reason. But for me, I would say that's one of the greatest fields like one can be because like dealing with people. I mean, you you know what I'm what, what I'm talking about. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's not just some. Um, when you're talking to people and you're being authentic, you're being your authentic self. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a different layer of conversations. You know what I mean? So, so, and I'm so fortunate that to be in a position where I can spend that time around women in a sense that it's a genuine kind of interaction. And I think that being from the culture that I'm from, it is something that I needed. And I would never, I wouldn't get that if I had, if I had any type of job, you know, and I wouldn't be able to get that because what I, what I'm telling you right now, it's something, it's something specific because as a man, I want to be able to look at you, say, Hey, you are very beautiful today. Just as, as human to human. You, you see what I mean? Yeah. I think, um, we're living in a culture where it's like the interaction between between two people, you know, with the, 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 the female energy, with the male energy, it's always, it's always backed up by some nonsense, you know? <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you, like, in the, in the course of, like, a week, I spend five, I mean, I, I work five days a week, and that's what I do during the five days. And I can tell you, I love, I love my clients. I love the women that I work with. And they, they, they did something for me that my mother, I mean, she left when I was at a certain age. Like something like someone, someone who cares about you would, would provide. You know what mm. I mean? And I feel like when they come in, they're genuine. When they give me a hug, when we mm-hmm. conversate, it's genuine. And I think for any man, it's something that, we need to we need to learn, and from that point on, vulnerability comes, and you know how how it is in the and 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 my world for any man to 
you know, to let it out. You know what I mean? We all mm-hmm. acting. So for me, um, it's a blessing to be in that industry and I wouldn't change it for anything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. You know, I went to, I went to college for something totally different. You know what I mean? But I never, I never thought, to, I, I don't even think twice to even go or be curious about what I went to school for. Well, what did you go to school for? I went to school for environmental technologies and sustainable practices. So completely. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You know, through my industry, I understand humility. I understand um, love in a different way. I understand, like, people. Mm. And um, it's it's an important place to be, being able to to bring a smile on faces that or help people discover their their, their hidden beauties they never got to see. Yeah. You know, it's... um, I don't know. I feel like my my job is um is very special and 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 it's rewarding, and it's a very important <laughs> job if you ask me. So yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Wow. You said so many powerful things in that, like the the connection that you're having with people in general is so genuine, is so authentic in the experiences. But also on another layer, just you as a man serving mostly women, how you're able to connect with women on a different level, almost like, you know, removing some of the um, stereotypes of how men should be. You're able to be, I guess, more in tune with women, more vulnerable and make authentic relationships with women that... um, you may have not done if you weren't in this industry. That's amazing. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting that this career has allowed that for you. And, you know, you didn't have that before, but now you have another level of reaching people just because you're doing something you're passionate about. And did, and did. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's a great, like, point and lesson in itself. It's like, if you're doing something that you're passionate about, you're probably getting more out of it than what you anticipate. Yeah. And, and also, um, I want people to know that I know my salon is in Seattle, but I'm that guy, man. I travel the world. You know what I mean? Like, and, and when I travel, the exposures and all of that, like, it's, and I found the same thing, you know, I find the same thing in people, you know, you know what I mean? Everybody's looking to be, to be accepted in a way. Everybody's looking for an environment where they can, where they can be the 100%, you know? So, um, and I'm sitting here talking, I'm talking from a worldview because I've seen it in so many places. I've done hair in so many places, you know? Mm-hmm. And and because um I serve a very specific group of um people and um it's like it's it's just beautiful. Like I was just in Istanbul and then um I have a client we met here in Seattle and she was she moved back home and then 
haven't seen each other in so long. But when we met, the conversation we had was just, our sessions were so well, like it was comfortable to reach out to her. And she was, you know, she took time out of her busy life. And we met, we have lunch, just just those kind of things. You know, the, when I'm talking about the sixes, that's, those are the kind of things I'm talking about, you know, to be mm-hmm. able to, to have to have access to so many parts of the world because of, right. because of what I do. That's 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 it to me. That's 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 my success. And you know, and I also like to say, I try to be humble in my creativity, but also I'm very grateful for for the success for the people that I've I know for the people that I serve. You know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I I love that. It's it's like you said just uh it goes beyond what you're doing in your city. You're reaching more people um with the like physical work that you're doing, but also just the genuine interactions. And I think that goes back to the environment that you create at the salon and who you are genuinely as a person like you know, just having Evie as your stylist is going to be different than having anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I love that. I think that that says a lot in, in, in how you're explaining it right now. Um, so how do you, I think you said this already with your business, um, I was going to ask you, how do you see it growing? It sounds like you want to have more stylists come in and different types of uh, people come into your salon? Yes. Um, I mean, you know, like like I said, it's been two years, and it was important for me to to create a certain or to follow the vibe that I want I want to maintain at this salon. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it was never really my focus to to rush and try to find people to fill up this salon because this space is not about filling it up. It's about having, you know, people that align with where we are, you know, how we see the world. And I want you to know that this salon is built under, under three things. Humility, authenticity, and integrity. So I don't have to, I mean, you know, you can, you can sense where I'm going with that. But what I'm saying is um, it's important to have those, those, those artists, you know, to, to understand what, what we, what we focusing on. So now I feel like we're ready to, to bring other people. So that's, that's the next step. And also I want to be able to, to um to bring what this salon is about a little bit more you know what i mean because um i feel like we we having a lot of stuff we haven't got it out there yet okay so, um i'm planning on teaching some some classes okay um and also being able to share some some tips and um and um hopefully um can have a school that I want to teach people, not just the technical side of it and some of the things I just talked to you about. You know, because when people look at their hair, they, they think of they think about the technical the technical side of it. 
but there's mm-hmm. another layer that people need to to understand. And now I, I want to be able to teach that to um, to new stylists and stuff, and so that they can experience exactly what what I've, I have been experiencing. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Paying it forward um, by having more people experience what you experience and showing them that it goes beyond the look, but clearly the experience is um, important as well. So um, I know, like you said, with the salon, you know, there's ups and downs with business, there's ups and downs, and I totally understand that. So what are the things that you do to manage your stress to make sure that you're taking care of your mental health? Um, you know, I mean, stress comes with business. Okay, business comes with, with stress. <laughs> but, um, you know, the... There are days where, as an artist, you don't want to deal with business. You know what I mean? But then there are days where you see what kind of impact you're creating in a community and you realize, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. You know? So, and because of the passion, I mean, I always look at the passion as the lubricant that will smooth things out when it's kind of rough, you know what I mean? Um, and I think because I'm so focusing on, on on the experiences I'm giving to my client and the energy that I'm receiving from my client. So a lot of time that helps me cultivate a way to deal with, with stress, you know? So, and also, um, taking care of myself in a way, you know, I have, right now I feel like I have a good group of friends, people I can reach out to if I'm feeling a certain way. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty open, you know, like I, I don't, I don't hide what I'm going through because I have a good group of friends that again, I can reach out to, we can have a conversation, but, but again, Business is business. So um, certain things you won't get control over, but you're passionate, the love, the yeah. people. Sometimes I'm leaving, I'm on my way to work, and I'm, I'm feeling a certain way. You know what I mean? I'm feeling mm-hmm. a certain way. I'm like, man, you know? But then I get to the salon, first client, great conversation. They come in. And all this thing, you know, being pushed back. You know what I mean? So, mm. so it's 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 that. So with that, I always I always remember why I'm in the industry. You know, not for this. I mean, business again. Business gonna be business, but mm-hmm. you know, greater than business is the feeling, that great energy you get at the end of the day. You know? Oh, yeah. When you can go to when when you could when you can go to bed feeling like oh wow, I I gave that person a smile today, and it was mm-hmm. so yeah. That's enough to mm-hmm. have stress. Yeah. Okay. Those are all great things, in my opinion. 
you know, um, the therapist in me, the counselor in me always wants to make sure that people are well, they're taking care of themselves. Um, so it's good to hear that you, you know, refuel with your clients, but also you have supportive people in your corner that is so needed. Um, cause you can't just do this on your own. You know, some people think like, you know, you can hustle and move and do business and all these things on your own. Like, no, there's parts of it where you might be on your own, but ultimately you need a support yeah, system. Of course. So, and you know, think about it like in a day, like I have 10 10 different people, different haircuts, different stories, different, like everything. Yeah. You maintain a conversation for an hour with these people, you know? So Mm -hmm. you look at being a hairstylist for all of that. So you want, you want one, you want one to go to the industry, but all I'm (laughs) telling you, um, the authenticity I talked about. Yeah. The humility that I talked about and the integrity. I mean, my client, they know that I can, I can deliver, you know, mm-hmm. also as two human being, I have to be authentic with them. And through that, it's just, it's a great session. So yeah, it just, again, it just, it's, it's important to, to be real in what you do. So we will show through. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is powerful. So my last question for you is what would you, um, what would you say or what kind of advice would you give, um, someone who's an immigrant or a second generation immigrant trying to go into the field of what you're doing? What would you say to them? What I would say to them is, um, if they, really passionate about it, they just go for it. You know, because the the, the great thing about passion, you gotta keep feeding it. You know, feeding it with with positive things, you know, because um by the end of the day we were all created with some type of way to cope, to survive in this world. It's just that we're living in a world where some 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 things are more pronounced than others. You know what I mean? So so if you if your if your dream is to I mean if your passion is to 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 be a bartender, for instance, but then you're living in a community where there are we're looking at the lawyers, the engineers, the scientists, and all of that. So you can devalue that because you wanna fit in. Mm-hmm. The little you know is just the fact, but that's 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 yours, that's your passion and stuff. And I and I want to encourage people to to keep that passion alive, you know, by sharing it, you know, by exposing it, you know, by going to places where you can learn one thing or two, you know. And for an immigrant, I would say use your essence. You can be an immigrant, in my opinion, is a there's a winning formula there. It's a it's an asset to yourself because you're living in a world where you're different, you speak differently, you move differently, and and you know if you look at the the rhythm of the world, what makes the world interesting is is my rhythm, your rhythm, someone else's rhythm, you know, and and it doesn't matter what 
what's going on in the world right now, this will only make sense because of the differences between people. You know what I mean? So as an immigrant, like for me, as a Haitian, come on. <laughs> so the Haitian gives me, you know, being Haitian gives me everything. It gives me yeah. a sense of style. It gives me a sense of belonging. It yeah. gives me everything. So I wouldn't change being an immigrant to anything else. Like right. when I talk, <laughs> the accent you hear, it's from somewhere else. You know what I mean? If you don't understand me, ask questions. I just want to say my accent works perfect in the industry that I'm in. Mm. And I'm in, so um, and he works with me as well. So, if you, the son or the daughter of a, of an immigrant, the one of the greatest things about America, America welcomes anything and everything. So there's room for you. Whether you want to be a chef, you want to be a hairstylist, you want to be a scientist, if you're passionate about any of those. Be that person. Yeah. That's my advice to them. Beautiful, beautiful words. <laughs> I felt it. Like, <laughs> I, I felt that, that, you know, that was so authentic. And I think that's something that anyone can take from what you said and really, you know, um, gain something from that that those are true words. So thank you so much for sharing that for, for people to hear. You're very welcome. So I'm really glad that you came and joined me today. I want people to know where they can reach you. So what's your website? What's your Instagram? Where can people find you? Um, you know, people can find me at, of course, at the salon, just Evie Valson Salon, just Evie Salon. But um, my Instagram ha- handle is... Um, Ev the stylist. That's Y V E Y T H E S T Y L I S. Ev the stylist, or you can just go ev.com. So we can connect. You know, if you have any question, you can just Google and and also stop by the salon. It's a beautiful chop house road. It's, there are tons of restaurants and beautiful bars and a lot of things. I think you guys should stop by and see what, what this area is cooking because it's a, there's nothing like that in Seattle. No, yeah. other place, no other places like that in Seattle. It's just the chop house row, and that's where all the good vibes are. So come come through and say hello. I'll be, I'll be cutting hair, but you see me through the window, just waves. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all heard him. If you're in the Seattle area, stop by Chop House Row and say hello to Evie so he can see you. Tell him that I sent you where you heard him on the podcast. Um, And yeah, if you want to connect with him, you can on IG. I'll share all the stuff in the description. But thank you so, so much again, Evie, for joining me in this interview. This was so great, so valuable. I'm so excited that the people get to hear your story. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. And um, I just want you to keep going, keep doing what you're doing. And um, it was, it was a great session with you. And um, and I wish you best of luck in everything you're doing. And I think 
more people should be able to share their story on your platform because you create an atmosphere that that, that very very comfortable and easy to to even a shy man like me could express myself. So you're doing a great <laughs> job. Just please keep doing this. Appreciate it and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you found today's episode valuable or this podcast as a whole, I invite you to leave a five-star review and also leave a comment letting others know what you gain from this episode. This allows for our podcast to gain more visibility and for it to reach the people that want to hear this information. Also, we invite you to engage in the comments on the YouTube page, Surviving Second Gen Podcast, so we can continue this rich conversation that we're having today.